there's a bigger market. This is exciting times with some of this stuff because, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, the world, opportunity everywhere. Welcome to the Journey to Paid Speaking Gigs podcast, where we focus on how to find your voice, develop your message, so that you can get consistently paid speaking gigs that generate income. Not only are you going to learn how to find your voice, but you're going to hear from professionals in the industry who are making a powerful impact, sharing their story and transforming lives. My name is Charles Clark. I'm an international speaker and ex-professional athlete. And I believe that everyone has a story to tell, but not too many people are telling it. And that's why I created this podcast, because I'm passionate about helping people break the silence, even if their voice shakes. And today's guest is going to give you the insight on how you can do just that. Chris Helder, he is an Australian number one virtual speaker. He's a world-class speaker who has presented over 2,500 stages across the globe. He's a true storyteller and leading authority on proven mental health and mindset shifts. So look, Chris, welcome to the show, man. Joining all the way from Australia. Hey guys, it is uh, it is bright and early here in Australia and uh, so glad and uh, to, to be a part of what you're doing. Man, hey, thanks for taking the time to hop on a call with us real quick. You know, before we get started, just let the Thrive Tribe know how you got on the journey of becoming a speaker and sharing your story. I'll tell you what, I, um, I've i been doing this for eight for 18 years and uh, this is, uh, you know, I guess I go all the way back. I've I, I worked for a, a couple speakers over here. I got a background in psychology and sociology. Uh, uh, but I'm originally American. I don't know, I don't know where my accent is, uh, Charles. I think it's old. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I sound very American over here and I probably sound a little bit Australian to you guys. And so I'm uh, yeah. I'm a man without a home, man. I'm a man without a home. I'm always, always, a, always a foreigner. But but uh, look, I have to say, uh, you know, I, I, I've just been passionate about human performance and about, passionate about, you know, what, what gets people to do what they're doing uh, forever. And, um, and, I, and I literally launched my speaking business 18 years ago, which was, uh, it was a very different landscape back then. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty rookie in the game then, you know, uh, I've been speaking for the past, what, 11 years, full time 2016 uh, after, you know, running professional track and field, making that shift. What was that thing for you that made you say, like, this is my lane, this is where I feel most alive? What was that? What was that day or what, what was that feeling? What, what made you want to do that? Do you, know, do you know what? I, I think when I go back, and, and I think this is so important, especially for speakers who are trying to find their voice and trying to figure out what they're all about. I mean, I was a crazy competitive kid. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not that big, but I could run pretty quickly. And I, I actually played, played college football at uh, Colorado State. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was a crazy co- competitor. And then I, you know, I did teach for America uh, in, in Compton. So I loved speaking, you know, teaching, yeah. helping. And, and I think then that, if you combine that, uh, I might have even uh, dabbled a little bit in uh, a little bit of comedy and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can tell from the videos <laughs> for yeah, sure. To put the whole thing together, you know, when you go, you go, what do I love the most? You know, about the world, I, I, I love competition. I love helping people. I love making people laugh. And I think when you put the whole thing together, um, you know, the first time I got I got on stage and was doing this, I'm like, I'm home. You know, and I think wow. it is. You know, I, I do feel blessed. I do feel lucky to be in a situation where that personal and professional thing just comes together. Mm. So um, um, I know that there's probably a lot of people listening that have that same thought, like really passionate. They, they love teaching. They love speaking. 
Um, how did it go from like this desire and knowing I'm home to actually having like consistent business, like really saying I'm a full-time speaker by position and not just by desire? What did yeah. you do? That, that's awesome. And, you know, I think it's always that, uh, that element. I, I, I really believe there are three parts to, it's almost like a triangle. And I think, um, I think missing any of the three parts of the triangle uh, actually probably means it's going to be a harder road. And, mm. and I think, I, I, and particularly, I think in in speaking, and I think the first thing is that you have to be a skilled speaker, and, and I mean that generally. That doesn't mean you can't become a skilled speaker, um, but you have to work your skill all the time. And I, I mean, I remember when I first started out. Uh, I mean, just just part one, you got you got to have that level of skill. And, and when I started out, I literally tried to do like 50 presentations in 100 days. And, and, I, and I mean this genuinely, I didn't get charged for them. That's back when like networking companies were big and I, and I had some, some school opportunities to speak. And I remember just going, I'm speaking every day. Like that's what, like if I get 50 gigs in the next 100 days, as many days as I could, I used to run, uh, you know, talk my entire presentations into one of those old school microphones and play them back with a play button. Like, I mean, <laughs> and I would do it again and again. And I know that sounds... I know that sounds like, like uh, you know, I'm the old man on the lawn telling people they got to work hard, you know, but, uh, but yeah. really, I think that first thing is we have to develop our skill because there's nowhere to hide in the speaking industry. You're on stage, you're either good or people are going to disconnect. And I think, you, you know, that is just going to be such an important part of, of what you do. I think the second thing that really becomes important is you've, you've got to be able to got to be able to have a, a message that relates to people. And I think... I think when you say that, it is coming from a place of, I say this, it's driving from the heart, and I think it's helping people. Um, so, many, so many speakers do drive from a place of ego, and I think, you know, and I get that. I get that, too. It's a huge ego buzz. Um, but I was, you know, I, I remember when I first started speaking, I, I'd almost have this, um, I'd almost have this, uh, you know, you get a tough audience or something, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah whatever, tough audience. Like, I'm Chris Helder, man. And, like, <laughs> I'd almost be in competition with him in a way. I'm like, yeah. I can see you with your arms folded there, man. I'm coming after you guys, man. Yeah. I'm Chris Helder. Right. And, and I would, um, you know, I, I really have changed that approach because you know you're driving from ego there. Mm. And, and I think the shift, yeah. the shift for me is to really drive from drive from the heart, and and that's vulnerability. I think I think now to get to a place where I look at the audience and say, "Hey, you know what? I can see there's a tough audience out there um, today. You know, there's going to be some people out there that need need a strong message, and 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 I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm feeling vulnerable. They are too, and 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 let's really you know give them give them something today as best we can, and. You can't please everyone, but I, I do believe number one. I, you know, I, I think you got to have you got to have a skill set in this industry. I think number two. I think what I'm really talking about with that second bit is you've got to be authentic and vulnerable, and your ability for people to connect with you and drive from the heart. And the third one, which is where so many speakers do fall down, I think is we've got to be able to monetize and and you know to have sustainability yeah. in this industry, and that's going to be a different structure for 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 everyone i definitely believe what you're saying man. you got to put in the work if if you don't work for it the checks won't come and and the idea of being a speaker is you you really have to practice right like it is it's not gonna be where a place where you just say all right i'm just gonna make 5k and it's just gonna come out of nowhere but it take i'm pretty sure for you it took you a, a, a couple of times to do it for free 
before people said, I'll pay this guy. Hey, I hope this message is resonating with you. I love the points that Chris was highlighting when he talked about, you gotta be a skilled speaker, learn to have a relatable message and sell your speaking career. It won't happen by chance. It's all by design. And that's exactly what we show you at the Journey to Pay Speaking Gigs program. We're getting ready to start a new class and we would love the opportunity to help you find your voice, develop your message, and get consistently paid speaking gigs. Head to the journey to pay speaking gigs.com forward slash training. And it, you know, you practice you use the word <clears throat> Charles practice. I mean, you 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 know, as as a as an athlete, you it is no different for us. Right. One of the things that I found even you know, I did a live gig yesterday, which was uh, I'm, I'm up here in uh, Queensland, up here in, in Australia. Yeah. And, and uh, I was talking to you off, off air saying, you know, we're, we've got live events happening here when, and virtually zero COVID going on here now at the moment. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was amazing. I mean, I've been doing so many Zoom presentations that when you get in this live audience and, and you know, it, it's funny, I didn't feel as match fit. <laughs> as I was feeling when I'm running, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's no different going, going for a run when you're unfit. It's, uh, yeah. you go, that was actually a little bit of a tougher haul than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I, I think, um, it's different energy too. You know, like when you're by yourself and you're doing it virtually, it's, it's just you. And I feel like that energy is not transferring, transferring to someone else versus when it's in person, you're, you're literally pouring yourself out. And absorbing everybody else's, you know, may- maybe burdens, maybe, you know, frustrations, maybe their anxiety and excitement. You- you're embracing all of that when it's an in-person event. And so when I'm in an in-person event, I'm literally exhausted after versus a virtual. I'm like, all right, come on. What's next? I can do another one. You know, <laughs> I don't know what's that like for you, but definitely that's well, what I feel. It's absolutely uh, like that. Charles, I mean, you're it's. When you're in a when you're in a live event, I mean, it is the most exciting. You know, if you love it, if if, if this is really what you want to do, I mean, yeah, yeah you, you're feeling that audience, you're holding that energy. It's it, that's the excitement and the buzz. And 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 uh, I was just just laughing the other day. I did a uh, big Zoom presentation for an organization. It was a huge organization, but they they had one of their own platforms. You know, which uh, I'm a big believer that Zoom is the answer. By the way, you know, just. <laughs> I know <laughs> easy, right? <laughs> it's easy. <Let's> <laughs> like, and then this other platform is a speak. Man, they had me like, uh, like a little bus comes across that picks me up, takes me into a little green room. Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, what are we doing? Well, I don't want to be in your little virtual bus, but, but I'm sitting in. The, I'm sitting in the green room, and then they, I could hear the introduction. They bring me out, and it says, "You are on stage," but they left the camera on um, the green room. So somehow I couldn't figure out how to see myself. Uh, and the people in the green room are drinking coffee. They're they're talking to each other. <laughs> so I actually had to do a present. Like even if I can see myself, you know, yeah. I guess assume you you're presenting to yourself. You can see yourself. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, most speakers are such egomaniacs that they probably enjoy that anyway. But look, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I, I couldn't. See, they're drinking coffee. No one's listening, and and that mm. was the worst one I've done. I mean, it was just oh, like, man. not just even to a screen, but a screen of yeah. people that are not listening to you. That was brutal. I, I think that that definitely is a challenge where it's so, I think, you know, for Tribe, the difference between going to a stage that's presented to you and creating your own stage, you will understand like when you create your own stage, you are attracting those people who want to be in the room. 
versus like at conferences that you've been invited to. There's some people in the front chewing on bubble gum on their phone. But I, I think you got to understand the dynamic between those two. Like what's what's more in alignment with where you are in, the, in that season or what's really going to feed you. And so for me, that's why I really love putting on my own events because it's, it's my brand. It's my, it's my tribe. Who's connecting with me. They're, they're fully engaged. Chris, one of the things that was on your website that I found really intriguing was it said that you're the true storyteller, um, <laughs> which I think is great because it's something that me and Charles really emphasize with our students who go through the course is like um, the element of storytelling and how stories are essentially what tells. So when you are getting ready to figure out what stories you're including and how to craft them, like how do you decide? And then what essentially makes you the true storyteller? How would you characterize that? I think storytelling is, is, is everything. And, and, you know, I was even watching a couple of speakers yesterday at the event and, um, you know, the difference between somebody who walks out and says, these are the 10 things to think about for success versus a person who tells stories that make things come alive. I agree. It, it is, it is night and day, right? Yeah. So it's, it's not about coming up with a list of the five things and then, you know, death by PowerPoint. But I think, I think for me, storytelling, it's interesting. I actually, and I'll just, I'll just share this with you. It's a little bit of my structure um, I actually structure my presentations probably more like a stand-up comedian does um, in that I actually have a series, and this is I think this will be useful for upcoming speakers, but I, I have bits, right? So we can call them bits or chunks or whatever, and, and these, these might be 10 to 15 minutes. Some of them might be a little shorter, but most of them are, are, are bits that run 10 to 15 minutes, and it's a, it's a, there are, so I, I know those stories that go with that bit. Right. And, and, you know, if I'm talking about an influence skill, I've got a story that fits there or maybe a couple of stories. And I've actually memorized that bit. Right. And, and I might have as many as 15, 10 minute bits. Right. That or, you know, that I'm using at any given time. And then I can sit down and, and take the brief and then I can really slide the bits almost like puzzle pieces together. And, and so in my head. It, you know, I've got 15, 10-minute bits that are memorized and I've got them, you know, and I know those stories and I've worked those stories. And and I spend a lot of time, um, you know, I spend a lot of time. I still do a lot of charity stuff and I still do a lot of, um, you know, small office stuff if I can. And, and I really work it that that's where I really hone those stories now. It's like a comic that is, is they don't work their new stuff at, at Madison Square Garden. I mean, you know, they go to a comedy club in Brooklyn and they, they, they work that stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's so different for me. You know, I know a lot of speakers are like, I would never, you know, go to a small office. But I got friends that run small companies and I'm like, hey, get me in, you know, get me in. I'll actually got some new stuff that I want to run. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's pretty, It's it, for me, it works very much like that because, you know, if I'll be developing a new bit that's going to fit in that. But it is more puzzle pieces for me. So any story you tell, it has to be powerful because... Yeah. That's the thing that's going to separate you from from everyone else who's just giving out information. And yeah. I think as, as speakers, we're called to create transformation, not just give out the information. Here's 10 strategies to change your business. No, people want to know the story because the story is that's that's what people are going to remember. They we don't we don't just remember the days of our life. Right. We, we remember memories. Right. Yeah. What's going to be that thing that is going to make this memorable? And it's going to be based on the stories. That's what's going to hook people. 
Uh, so I, I really like how you talked about, you know, you think in a perspective of frustration. What's frustrating me? Because what's frustrating me is probably going to frustrate other people as well. And yeah. I, I think what makes you unique is your ability to bring the comedy, right? Not not too many people can be a comedian. And we kind of talk about that in, in our academy, you know, the the idea of understanding your language, understanding the, the style in which you speak. Because if you try to go on a stage and talk like Chris, it's going to fall flat. It's not going to yeah. be all authentic and relatable. It might be relatable to you because you rehearsed it a couple of times. But when it comes to your audience, are people going to see, is, is this person being real? Is this person being fake? How can we find more about you, you know, the tribe? How can they get to know you a little better? whether that's social media or any, any sites, any books that you have you recommend? Yeah, cool. I mean, I try to put a lot of stuff on my website. I, I you know, I did a TEDx talk last year. That's on my website. It's chriselder.com. Uh, all my books are there. There's, uh, you know, um, I mean, there's, if you Google Chris Helder, there's, uh, there's podcasts that come up and all sorts of different information. So uh, you can probably find some YouTube video that is, uh, that dates me as well, you know, that uh, you can see, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 50 years old. You could probably see some 35-year-old Chris Helder in action as well. So uh, that's all cool. Man, that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for taking your time to hop on the Journey to Pay Speaking Gigs podcast. And I know you're far away, but you are family. You are close to us, man. And anything you need, just let us know. All right, hey, Charles, it's cool. And hey, you know, that's an important point right there, man. Here we are talking Melbourne to, you know, over to uh, sorry, Queensland, over to Florida. And here we are in this uh, Australia, uh, America thing. Yeah. You know, world's global the market's global I'll tell you guys don't forget that i mean i sit here and do talks in singapore i do talks in canada i do talk, you know it, it's uh you know there's a bigger market this is exciting times with some of this stuff because uh yeah. you know i mean the world opportunity everywhere exactly man it's, it's easier to get money in my opinion so let's go make it happen All right, All right, thanks so much for having me on guys Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, why don't you do us a favor and leave a review, hit the subscribe button. We definitely want to keep these episodes coming and we want to help more people who are ready to break the silence, even if their voice shakes. So join the party, head to journeytopayspeakinggigs.com forward slash training to get a free training on how you can find your voice develop your message, and get consistently paid speaking gigs. Peace.